Hey guys, what's up and welcome to this week's episode of Influence-ish. I am also pre-recording this episode. My last episode was also pre-recorded, but this one is as well because I'll talk about it a little bit later on in the episode, but I am going to Pennsylvania tomorrow, so I wanted to go ahead and get ahead and pre-record some episodes. So I believe that by the time you guys are hearing this episode, it will be January 5th which is crazy because I'm recording this right now on Christmas. It is 10.36 p.m. I'm all cozy in my bed, and my floor is covered in my Christmas gifts that I got today. Um, But before I get into today's topic, which as you guys can obviously see, it's about New Year's resolutions, um, I wanted to give you guys a little bit of a life update. I like to do this at the beginning of my episodes, just kind of chit-chat about life lately. So today was Christmas. It was an awesome day. And as many of you may know, or you guys might not know this, my parents are divorced. They got divorced. The divorce went through my senior year of high school. So that's just been a big part of my life and just like my family situation. Um, And my dad came over this morning and we all did Christmas together. And then we all went out for Chinese food, which has kind of become a tradition Um, as well as a core tenant of who I am as a human being is just like, I love Chinese food. Um, it's, it's really just something that you need to know if you know me is that that's just really who I am. Not just Chinese food, Asian food in general. I love, I love Japanese food as well. Um, but yeah, we went and got Chinese. It was awesome. And I've really just been sitting today and realizing how blessed I am. Not only because it's Christmas, but just because, like, seeing my parents, like, we're all just being together, we're all being civil, there's peace, and it's just, I've just seen so much joy in just how the Lord will take a broken situation and use it for His glory, and take those ashes and make them beautiful. And that's just kind of what I've been, like, reveling in today on Christmas, which is really awesome and such a great blessing. Um, But yeah, we got Chinese food, and then I've just really been relaxing and packing for my trip. Um, I'm going to be going to Pennsylvania tomorrow. Like I said, um, my mom's dad, so my grandfather and then my step-grandmother live in Pennsylvania. And then my mom's twin and her daughter are going to be flying in from Boise, Idaho. I have family all over the place. And my step-cousins will be there as well as my mom's brother and his kids. So it's going to be a really awesome time. It's going to be really chaotic and fun. And I just love being around family because I don't have a huge, like, immediate family because it's just me and my sister. But I have a huge extended family and that's just one of my favorite parts about my life because I love a full house and I love like the chaos and like hearing somebody wake up in the morning and hearing them like in the kitchen like it's just I love that feeling I love feeling like I'm in a full house and I hope to one day have a big family but that's a little bit of a tangent so yeah driving to Pennsylvania tomorrow from North Carolina it's going to be like an eight to nine hour drive my mom's boyfriend is also coming so that's going to be really fun for him to hang out with everyone that will be awesome But that's tomorrow. We're leaving at 9 a.m. So I currently have a bag on my floor packed to the brim, filled with a bunch of my Christmas tings, you know, Um, some of my favorite gifts that I got. I didn't I don't think I posted a haul on any of my like social media platforms. Maybe I will on TikTok or something. But some of my favorite items that my parents were so kind to give me. Um, My dad got me Birkenstock clogs and I'm really excited about them, really excited to style them. Um, My mom got me a Drew's house hoodie, which is, as many of you probably know, it's like Justin Bieber's 
brand and then my mom also got me um these dunks they're the dunk lows and they're red i don't know the name the specific name of the um colorway that i got but they're just like red they're so cute they're so fun and i'm really excited about them because i really wanted a pair of dunk lows because i wear my dunk highs so often but yeah those are some of my favorite christmas gifts it's been a magical day and I've just really been reminded this Christmas that the most important thing is Jesus and the fact that he was born and the fact that he has forgiven me is just a blessing that I'm reveling in and just seeing that play out in my family dynamic today has been really awesome because I've been able to see a lot of restoration. Um, but yeah, so I'm driving to Pennsylvania tomorrow. So I wanted to get ahead of the ball and record a podcast episode and just talk to you guys a little bit. I just, I don't know, this this outlet for me has really become a very positive and healthy one because I've been able to just like post recordings online of me talking and somehow people are able through the grace of God to like feel like we're connected and feel that we're like relating to each other. And that's just really been awesome for me to create this community. I know it's just been a few episodes in, but I want to thank you guys for listening because it makes me feel heard and it makes me feel seen. And it is so comforting to know that I'm not the only one feeling these feelings because like I've said, and like I'll say over and over again, um, these things that I'm talking about on my podcast episodes are not things that I've mastered or accomplished. They're things that I'm currently working through. So Yeah, I'm excited. Tomorrow I'm going to do some reading in the car. Um, I'm reading this new book right now, and guys, I'm obsessed. The book itself isn't new. It's new to me. Um, I am reading Daisy Jones and the Six. I know that this has been a really popular book for a very long time now. It's by the same author of The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, which I read this summer and I loved. I thought the storyline was awesome. And so now I'm reading Daisy Jones and the Six. And what's so cool about this book, guys, I'm I'm a huge book nerd. So if you guys read, please send me book recommendations um, because I'm always always listening for book recommendations but what's so cool about this book is that the format of it is like interviews so it's like all like every single I don't even know if I'm explaining this well but like every single page it's like quotes from various interviews that the author like researched and found I don't know if she herself did the interviews or she just like found them online but like the book is chronological from interviews at the beginning of Daisy Jones's career and at the beginning of the Six's career, which is a band. I believe both of these artists were super popular popular in the 70s, but it is awesome. It's like obviously a true story, which I always love reading things that are like real nonfiction because I feel like I read a lot of fiction, but have been loving this book. And I don't even, I don't know if it's a love story yet. Like, does she fall in love with the lead singer of the Six? Like, I really don't know, but I'm completely swept up in it right now and it's been a great addition to my life so hopefully I'll do some reading in the car but yeah that's pretty much all that I have to update you guys on today's been awesome and I hope and pray that you guys have also had a wonderful Christmas um but yeah today we're going to be talking about New Year's resolutions and I I hate New Year's resolutions and I'm gonna tell you why I hate New Year's resolutions because I don't want to confine my self-improvement to a month or to a day, you know? And I feel like I I understand the sentiment behind New Year's resolutions. Like, okay, it's the beginning of the year, so let's start a new habit now. Like, it makes logical sense to me, but I feel like the notion itself 
kind of limits self-improvement to like, oh, you have to start like on day one of the year, you know? And I don't believe, personally, this is a personal opinion, I don't believe in setting limitations on when I can progress and when I can grow and when I can't. Maybe I'm taking it a little bit too personally. Maybe I'm taking New Year's resolutions a little bit too literally as well. But that's just kind of always been my thought with them. I've kind of been a little bit jaded to New Year's resolutions. And maybe that's because I'm bad at them. I'm really bad at New Year's resolutions. Like, I will set them and then I'll break them the next day. I don't have a whole lot of motivation. And maybe that's also why. Um, But... I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit today about some of my goals that are conveniently beginning in January, not my New Year's resolutions. Um, but yeah, I'm, I kind of want to talk to you guys a little bit about some of my goals and some of the things that I want to start doing and implementing in my life. Um, but they're not necessarily New Year's resolutions. They are just goals that I'm starting in January. So am I being stubborn? Probably, but it's okay. Um, in 2022- Above all, I want to be a better human. And with that, for me, as I've mentioned, my faith is a huge part of who I am. It really is like all that I am. Um, I want to share the gospel with more eagerness. And I want to share the gospel in a more overflowing way. Because isn't that what we're called to do? We're called to spread the gospel. And that's really all that we're supposed to do with our entire lives as Christians. Um, But... Yeah, that is my like overarching goal. And I believe that that should be my goal for all of the years that the Lord blesses me with. But I'm going to talk to you guys about some of my specific goals. And hopefully you guys can relate to them. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe this will just be a personal episode. But I'm, I'm thinking we'll probably relate on some of these. And that's my hope and my prayer with all of my episodes. That somehow my ramblings will relate to you and hopefully bring you light and bring you peace. But number one. This definitely goes along with the overarching goal. Um, It is to read my Bible more consistently. And if I'm being completely candid with you guys, this is something that I've struggled with for my whole life is being consistent with reading my Bible. And I don't think I understood that like this was an obligation, not an obligation. This was what I should do, like I needed to do, not should, needed. I need to work on my verbiage because it's an opportunity. It's a blessing that I have the word of God, like a living, the living word of God with me every single day of my life. And so many people die for that. There are so many people that don't have the opportunity to know these, to know this truth. And that's why I want to do what I want to do is because there are people without this truth, but I'm so, I I find myself just being so stagnant and so lazy and I don't, understand the real gift that I have to live in the country that I do with this available to me that I can like freely worship the Lord and freely read his word when that's not the case for a lot of people around the world and I don't know I feel like I just get so caught up in that and I just get so lazy and it's just it's embarrassing but it's true and I don't know if any of you guys listening to this can relate to this but I want to be honest about the struggle of mine because something tells me that I'm not the only one. Um, And one thing that I want to say is like, how can I practice what I preach if I don't know what I'm preaching? Like, how can I go on the internet, on this podcast, on my YouTube channel, on my Instagram, and post about, okay, I'm a Christian, but not actually be like walking in it and living in it. And that's just something that I've been convicted about 
um, especially lately. And when I start to think about like, okay, if my goal this year, if my goal my whole life is to glorify the Lord, how am I doing that every single day? And for me, a big part of that is being in the word. I know there's so many different ways to follow the Lord. Um, There's so many different avenues to worship him. But one thing that I want to work on is like my devotion to him and my discipline to him. I feel like for the longest time, I didn't understand the beauty of discipline. Um, And I always thought of it as like a term when it comes to like punishing your children, you know, like discipline. But I think another part of the word discipline obviously is like devotion and like doing something because you are called to do it, do it and doing something because that's what you're told to do, you know, like following in line with what we're told to do. And as, as a Christ follower, like the Lord tells me, this is my word that I'm giving to you, like read it and live it and learn it. And I also want to start like memorizing Bible verses because I did that all growing up um, in elementary school. I went to a Christian um, elementary, middle and high school. It was all connected. And that was something I did growing up. And now it's like, now that it's not required, I don't do it. But that doesn't mean that it shouldn't still be important to me to learn the scripture. Anyways, that's my little tangent. Um, But yeah, I definitely want to be more consistent in that. And I'm honestly putting this out in this podcast right now so that hopefully I will remember it and actually abide by it because I'm putting it out into the universe. So I, I want to be held accountable. Um, Number two, this one is a little bit more specific to me, um, which not all of these are very specific to me. Some of these like are very relatable, but this one's a little bit specific and niche, but I want to be more consistent on my YouTube channel. So this summer I got really busy um, going to Hawaii. I had that job in Hawaii as a camp counselor and I had very limited service slash Wi-Fi, so I wasn't really able to upload consistently and like as far as I've had my YouTube channel I've uploaded every Sunday if not over the summers I usually do like Wednesdays and Sundays when I have more time but wasn't able to do that this summer because I was super busy and my weekends were like my only off days so I spent them adventuring with my friends it was a magical time and I'm so blessed and I never want to take that for granted but I feel like I've really just lost a lot of my tenacity for YouTube which is literally like my passion. Like I think this podcast and YouTube are like two of my biggest passions in my life. And it just feels like YouTube is kind of slipping away from me because I've become so inconsistent with posting. And I want to post more because I truly am passionate about it, but also because I haven't really documented a whole lot of my junior year of college. And I don't know, I I feel like if it really is for me, then it doesn't matter who is watching. And I said something kind of similar to this in my last um, podcast episode about fashion. But if you're doing something for yourself, like I used it in that episode in terms of fashion, like, okay, if I'm wearing this for myself, does it matter if somebody likes it, you know, like then it really doesn't matter. But I think that same logic can be applied to if I'm posting this on YouTube, does it matter if anybody is seeing it because it really is for me and it's like a form of self-expression. I'm documenting my life. I'm able to look back on these. So it really is kind of a thing for me. It's a passion project. But I feel like when I started to see my views go down since I stopped posting as regularly, like naturally your views go down, I started to beat myself up about it and be like, okay, does anybody want to see what I'm doing with my life anymore? Does it matter that I care? Like, does does it matter that I'm not there? Do people notice? 
And that's when that kind of anxiety started to creep in for me. Um, at least since this summer is probably like when I started being more inconsistent with posting, but I want to get back into posting, um, for myself, you know, like not that it doesn't matter that people are watching, but I feel like you can tell when somebody's motives are pure in what they're posting. Um, and I want to go back to that place where I was really just posting regardless of if anybody would see, especially when I was in high school, like knowing that like I was going to get crap for it the next day at school, you know, like I, I want to continue on with that bravery um, and try to not care if my views are down, you know, and also I kind of want to rebrand myself because I don't know if I've talked about this. I think I have on the podcast a little bit about how I kind of fell into this like liberty niche with my college that I attend because I started posting a lot of videos. Yeah, I talked about this in my first, um, like my trailer episode, the first ever episode of the podcast. Um, But I fell into this like liberty niche where all I was posting was like liberty related content because that's what would receive the most views. And then I kind of like just fell into this category of like liberty YouTuber And I want to escape that category as best as I can, not because I'm not blessed by that viewership and not because I'm not thankful for the people that like do want to see those videos, but because I am kind of transitioning naturally into a different phase of life where I'm going to be graduating in the next year. So I want to create content that's more general for a broader like viewership for a broader audience, you know? I don't know if anything that I'm saying is relatable at all, but like I said, this is a little bit of a more specific goal. But yeah, I want to be more consistent on YouTube, um, mostly because it's something that I'm passionate about and I want to remember what it felt like to not care if I was receiving views. Um, But yeah, number three, I want to work on being less materialistic. Um, I think loving fashion and falling in love with fashion in the past year has had a negative, like, with every good thing, there's bad things, you know, and I don't want to completely, like, jumble it up as, like, oh, this was a bad thing, but I think naturally, like, falling in love with style gave me a more materialistic outlook on life, and I don't want to beat myself up about it because I know that this is, like, a very, a lot of people experience this, but I also want to be self-aware, you know, I don't want to just not know that this is something that's, like, shouldn't be as important to me as it is. Um, And I don't know. I want my character to be louder than my style. I want my character to be louder than my Instagram, louder than my TikTok, louder than my YouTube, louder than any of my social media platforms. And I feel like a lot of the time I let my social media and like just me, like I, I put me before my character or me before my faith. You know, like I'm like, oh, Maddie, Maddie Blaine, like that's who I am, rather than like, oh, Jesus Christ, that's who shines through me. You know, like, I want that to be the loudest thing about me. And I feel like so often it takes, like, the passenger seat, if not the back seat, if not the trunk. You know, like, I want that to be the loudest thing about me. And I feel like fashion and style, um, although super fun, and I literally just filmed a whole podcast episode on it, I want to work on realizing what in my life is eternal and what in my life is not eternal and with that fashion style clothing this is not eternal I'm not gonna bring my dunks to heaven with me you know like maybe I will that would be super cool but I don't think that that's 
that should be top of mind when I think about spending an eternity with Jesus, you know? Um, I don't know. I just, I just feel like I'm in certain ways, I've noticed myself become somebody that I don't want to become. Um, and so putting that out into the universe, this is very vulnerable, but you know what? That's, that's what we do over here. And that's what I want to continue to do over here. Um, the next one, I want to read more. So like I said, at the beginning of this episode or more towards the beginning, I talked about, um, that book that I'm reading right now, Daisy Jones and the Six, but I actually have a whole list. Let me pull it up on my phone right now. I have a whole dang list on my phone of book recommendations that I have asked for on Instagram that people have sent me and I want to read it to you guys and I want you guys to message me whether it's on the podcast Instagram or my personal Instagram if you guys have read any of these books and if you recommend them because I want to create a dialogue on my social media platforms about books because I think reading is so productive and so much more productive than looking at my phone and I'll talk about that in a second but I just find that my mental health gets so much better when I'm either reading before bed, reading when I wake up, just anything to avoid getting on my phone as soon as I go to, like right before I go to bed or right after I wake up is something that I want to do. And I just feel like I gain so much wisdom from reading. I honestly always say like, I'm so thankful that I talked about this in another episode, but like, I'm so thankful that my mom made me read growing up because I really do feel like it made me smarter and it made me understand vocabulary more. It made me understand words more. And it made me a better student and a better writer because I understood words. And so I just want to read more. I feel like it makes me happier and it gives me so much more perspective and knowledge. But I want to actually go through this list of recommended books and read it to you guys. Um, So the first book, I've been recommended this over and over again, is Redeeming Love. I've never read it, but I've been recommended it so many times. Um, Captivating, The Summer I Turned Pretty. All the Ugly and Wonderful Things, The Light We Lost, Jane Eyre. I don't know why I haven't read Jane Eyre because Pride and Prejudice is like my favorite book, but I should read Jane Eyre. I feel like I would love it. I love historical fiction. They're my favorite books as well as my favorite movies. Um, Things Left Unsaid, The Great Alone, The Upside of Falling, Virgin River, The Nightingale, Again But Better, Windfall, One of Us is Lying, Little Do We Know, The Secret Keeper, Educated, Red Queen, The Atonement Child, When We Collided, They Both Die at the End, A Court of Thorns and Roses, City of Girls, The Unhoneymooners, The Poisonwood Bible, Words in Deep Blue, Every Last Word, 99 Days, Fountain of Silence, Before We Were Strangers, It Ends With Us, The Lies That Bind, In Five Years, The Red Tent, The Mark of the Lion series, Pretty Things, The Thousandth Floor, The Atlas Six, Love in Other Words, Beach Read, Ugly Love, Verity, The Addicted series, The Calloway Sisters series, It Ends With Us, I feel like I already said that, um, oh well, The Midnight Library, and This Tender Land. So, I want to read all those books, potentially. That's my like ongoing list of books that I've been recommended on Instagram, like I said. So yeah, feel free to message me if you guys have read any of these books or if you have any other recommendations because I just feel like reading is something that I've never regretted doing um, and it's never been a waste of my time. 
And also, I want to give you guys a little bit of a recommendation. Um, I am, like I said, loving Daisy Jones and the Six, but my favorite book of all time is Where the Crawdads Sing. It, like, it completely, it, it really just made my summer. I read it, I think, two summers ago. And every time I think back on that summer, I think it was literally in 2020, so like during quarantine. And I read that book and it just was so wonderful, especially in such a hard time that we were all experiencing. And it was just such a great addition to my life. And honestly, I I really don't think I felt anything since the last since I read that book. Like I don't think I felt as happy or as inspired. I'm being dramatic, but like it's just really such a wonderful book and I I know that they're coming out with a movie about it, which is going to be so insane. And I'm so excited. I think Reese Witherspoon is producing it if I'm correct. But yeah, amazing book. If you guys haven't read that, you should totally read it. It is so good. So yeah, that is my fourth goal. My fifth kind of goes along with what I was saying about not being on my phone right when I wake up or right before I go to bed is to set phone restrictions. I always resented my parents growing up when they would take my phone at night. Like they, I don't know if anybody else's parents did this, but my parents would like take my phone at night like, all growing up, all throughout middle and high school, so, like, I wouldn't have my phone, and so I would just, like, go to bed, like, I wouldn't have anything else to do, and now I kind of wish they still did that, because I just, one, I don't get enough sleep that I should, and two, I just feel like my phone is rotting my brain. I just feel like I'm overwhelmed with as much content as I'm seeing, and I know that I've said this on social media, like, you choose who you follow, you choose what you subscribe to, you choose all of these avenues, but a lot of the things that you view are not, like, necessarily what you're choosing because like you're on your for you page I don't know like you can't choose every single thing that you see on your phone and I just feel like I'm overwhelmed I'm sure so many of you guys can relate to this with all of this information all the time 24 7 there's never a break and it's just an addiction that I want to I don't know how I can necessarily like break it entirely because my phone is really like an essential part of my life especially with doing any sort of social media, which is like something that I sort of do, like influence-ish, <laughs> but I don't know. I just feel like I'm on my phone way too much and I don't want to be on it nearly as much and I want to set phone restrictions, whether it's on TikTok. I just feel like t- I scroll on TikTok for hours and I don't, I don't want that to be all of my life. I don't want that to be all of my day. And I feel like I spend so much time looking down at my phone that I don't spend enough time looking up And when I'm old and wrinkly, I believe that I will care more about the memories I've made than the followers I have, or more than the likes I have, or more than the posts I have, or more even than the pictures I've taken, because I feel like an argument I make for myself is like, okay, like, I'm living in the moment because I'm taking photos of this moment that's happening, you know, like, that's my kind of argument against myself when I'm like, okay, you're on your phone too much. It's like, no, but I'm capturing moments. It's beautiful. But it's like, you can live in a moment, you know, like, I don't know why it's so hard for me to just like live organically in a moment. And I, I'm, I want to choose to change that for myself. Not entirely, like, I'm not saying I'm gonna throw away my phone or anything, but I just want to rewrite that for myself as best as I can and limit how much I am on my phone because I feel like I'm not as present in my life as I would like to be. Um, number six is that I want to say yes to more plans. 
And in the past, it's been a thing where the opposite has been my goal, where I've been learning how to say no. And like I've said in my podcast before, I think I'm an Enneagram 7. I'm not entirely sure. I don't have a whole lot of confidence in that. Um, But I think I'm an Enneagram 7. And one of the core things of an Enneagram 7 is like loving plans, like saying yes to plans and like, but I am also an introvert, like completely an introvert. Um, So it is kind of hard for me to say yes to plans without wanting to cancel them immediately after. That's very difficult for me. So although I am outgoing, I just, I love my time alone. I love my time with my core people. And so it's very hard for me to commit to plans with new people. And honestly, I find myself a lot of the time after I like create a plans with like a new friend, it's like, I just want to like jump to the part in the friendship where we're comfortable enough around each other to just be like, hey, do you want to go to this? Instead of being like, let's go get coffee. And I don't know, I just... I'm a little bit exhausted with coffee dates and I'm a little bit exhausted with that, but I want to get better about meeting new friends because that is one way that I believe I can diversify my life. And I'm going to do a whole podcast episode on the topic of diversifying your life and getting out of a routine that's boring and uninspiring because that's something that I've really been learning lately. But kind of in that vein, I want to start saying yes to plans um, and pushing myself to be more outgoing and pushing myself to make new friends. And I think that that would really bring a lot more richness to my life. And I think that that could be a really great thing for me. Um, Number seven is that I want to work on patience. So um, one specific way that I want to work on patience is trying to end short-term satisfaction. And by that, I mean... I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, but TikTok has really made me very, like, used, and I'm sure if any of you guys have TikTok accounts or are familiar with the platform, it, like, makes you used to short-term satisfaction because, like, every, all these videos are, like, what, like, 15 seconds? And it's all, like, super short-term, like, content. And, like, I also think about social media. You post on Instagram, you you receive a certain amount of likes in a certain amount of time, and it's all just very short-term satisfaction without any, like, actual hard work being put into it a lot of the time. Like, a lot of the times TikToks go viral because of luck, you know, which isn't always the case because there's definitely a lot of hard work and cool things being created, cool content being created on these apps. But I don't know, just thinking about how... I sometimes it's so hard for me to sit down and watch a movie without being on my phone and going on TikTok or being on my phone and going on Twitter or Instagram because I can't focus on one thing and just like let that be the one thing I'm focusing on. I always have an itch to be on my phone to receive that short-term satisfaction and that's one thing that I want to break. But I want to bring up this girl that I follow on TikTok. Her name is Jenny. I think her name is Jenny Johnson. Yeah on TikTok. And actually, we follow each other on Instagram. I think she is so fabulous. But I saw this TikTok of hers. I followed her on TikTok for a while now, and she inspires me a lot. And she does a lot of like talking TikToks where she's just like talking about something. But I want to play one of her TikToks for you guys in this podcast episode. And it goes along with like working on your patience and working on ending short-term satisfaction and working on being more present in the moment. So I'm going to like turn up my phone and play this TikTok for you guys into my microphone. I hope this works. But 
I love this message that she's saying in this TikTok, so I wanted to play it for you guys. You are probably not going to like these very much at first, but I have found that these practices have kind of changed my life. Always pick the longest line at the grocery store. Get a real alarm clock. Don't use your phone. Don't drive in the passing lane. Also, full stop at every stop sign. Write down three things that you're grateful for every day. And just be aware that your phone is eating your brain. So... That was that TikTok. I hope that worked and I hope that the audio worked for you guys. But that message that she says in that TikTok about just letting these small little inconveniences be a part of your life without feeling the need to, I don't know, I just feel like I even just the part of her being like, okay, like full stop at every stop sign, full stop at every stoplight. That is like incredible to me because I just feel like I'm just in this constant cycle of needing short-term like short-term satisfaction and that just you can't be more present in your life if you are used to short-term satisfaction because you need to realize that things aren't going to come that fast in every avenue of your life and there's beauty in those pauses and there's beauty in those breaks and there's beauty in those inconveniences you know like I just I think that's a really beautiful sentiment and I just wanted to share that with you guys because I do think that is a huge part of working on being more patient is working on enjoying life even in those interruptions you know like I just think that's beautiful my next one number eight is to perhaps go to the gym more often I feel like that's a very very classic um, resolution or goal to have. Um, and I feel like in the past I've had this goal and it's kind of ended me up in a not so great place. Um, I've talked about this a little bit on my Instagram. Freshman year of college, I gained the freshman 15. Surprise, surprise. Um, and that really was hard for me because I, I don't know, I just noticed my appearance changing a little bit. And it made me really start to despise the way that I looked, you know, like I, I didn't ever struggle with like eating certain foods per se. Like I didn't have like an awareness about like, okay, I'm going to eat less or I'm going to like change my eating. I never dieted or anything like that. But I just remember having this overwhelming sense of like, I don't like how I look right now. And so that's why I want to say this goal very lightly, because in the past, this would have been something that like could cause shame for me like shame towards myself of like okay like if I don't meet this goal like if I don't go to the gym every every day or every other day or like this many times a week then that means that I'm not making my goal and I want to say this of this in a very gentle way because like all of these goals are not necessarily like there's no way to measure them you know like I just want to work on being a better person and I want to work on bettering myself and for me that means caring for my body and I realize that I sleep better when I work out I feel better when I work out and that's something that I've been trying to do for a really long time and I've been trying and not succeeding but I don't want to beat myself up about it because there is beauty you know like I don't have to compare myself I don't have to um, compare myself against anyone but my past self you know like we're, we're all growing we're all getting better there is progress um, so yeah, that's my goal number eight, but it's a very tentative goal because if I don't accomplish it, I'm deciding that I'm not going to beat myself up about it, and I don't think you guys should either. Number nine is to be a first texter unashamedly. Um, this may sound like a very weird, specific goal, 
But I feel like I kind of play hard to get, not just, I mean, I do that in relationships, but I also play hard to get in friendships. And I think that's kind of bit me in the butt a little bit because I I just seem like I'm uninterested or I seem like I don't want to make new friends or I seem kind of closed off or cold and I never want to come off that way. And I want to be a first texter unashamedly and I want to be somebody that will reach out to people and ask them to hang out without without any sort of embarrassment because I'm kind of over, not kind of over, I am over um, being embarrassed about being myself and being embarrassed about wanting to make friends and have normal human relationships. And I don't know, there's just this weird notion about like, okay, like don't, maybe this is just me. Maybe, maybe this is just me. Maybe I'm crazy, but I don't know. There's in my head, I've just always lived my life like, okay, if they wanted to reach out to, they would. And I kind of would rather switch that narrative at this point in my life as I'm going into 2022. I want to be somebody that isn't afraid to be too much, quote unquote, too much. I'll do another episode about that, I promise, because that is something that I've literally dealt with my whole life is feeling like I'm too much. Um, But I'm, I'm over that and I want to have the confidence and the bravery to be like, okay, I'm gonna text this person and ask them if we can hang out regardless of if I'm insecure about it, regardless of if I'm shy, regardless of if I'm an introvert, regardless of this of if this goes against my entire comfort zone, I want to be somebody that's a first texter and that doesn't play games with responding, you know, like doesn't wait until a certain amount so I don't seem too eager. I'm over being afraid of seeming too eager because eagerness is kindness, eagerness is willingness, eagerness is bravery, eagerness is strength, you know, like I don't know why I place these negative connotations on these words that don't need to be negative so yeah um being kind and eager are good things not bad um and with that I've had this running list on my phone for a very long time of people at my college that I want to be friends with I literally started this list I don't know when but I started it like maybe maybe like three months ago of like people that I want to be friends with And I feel like half of these people, I haven't even texted them and let them know that like, hey, like we should hang out, we should be friends. It's just like this ongoing list in my phone that's like, okay, maybe one day we'll be friends, but like I'm not actually putting any in any work into being friends with these people. And I know for for all of these people, the reason why I want to be their friends is because they seem wise, they seem strong, they seem really cool. I feel like they have a lot of joy and they would bring a lot to my life, but I just don't have the bravery at this point or in the past, to reach out and be that first texter. But that's one of my goals for this year. I want to be somebody that is not ashamed of being too much, that is not ashamed of reaching out first, because that actually shows a lot more bravery, and I'd rather be brave. I'd I'd just rather be brave, um, bottom line. And then number 10, this is my last goal, is that I want to leave room for spontaneity, but also be proactive. And that kind of goes in line with what I just said about friendships is I feel like this year I kind of fell into a rut um, where I had so much room for spontaneity because that, I mean, that goes in line with my personalities. I like to leave room for last minute plans. I like to be a yes person where I'm like saying yes to things and that's something that I want to work on. But I have so much room for spontaneity that I don't, I don't. I'm not proactive enough in terms of reaching out to people. Like I, I don't actually set a plan in motion or stick to a plan because I'm just, I'm such a flake. Like I cancel on people all the time and I don't want to be known for that. 
I want to be known for consistency. I want to be known for somebody that shows up and I have to practice what I preach. So I want that to be a huge part of my life moving forward in 2022, hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, And that actually also has to do with what I want to talk about in a future episode about diversifying your life and getting out of routine. Um, But I just feel like this past semester, my schedule was really open and Tuesday, Thursdays, I had one class and most of the time I wouldn't even set any plans for me on those days because I'd be like, okay, let's like have some spontaneity. But then I wouldn't actually do anything because I just wait to receive a text, you know, like I didn't actually set any plans in motion. And I just feel like I've just been sitting on my butt and being like, okay, why don't I have a bunch of people in my life pouring into me? Like I do have a wonderful, amazing friend group, but I feel like there is room in my life for more friendships, you know, for a mentorship, for people in my life that will speak life into me. But I just don't have the bravery to initiate those relationships. And that's something that I want to change and be intentional about changing. So yeah, those are all 10 of my goals that I planned out for this month. And hopefully we can walk into these goals together um, would love to hear some of you guys' goals if you want to message me on the Influence-ish Instagram or on my personal Instagram. My DMs are always open. I love to chat with you guys. But thank you for listening to my rambles. This has definitely been a little bit of a more free-flowing episode. I, I mean, I guess all of my episodes are kind of like that thus far. <laughs> it's just me talking without a huge plan. But um, thank you guys for listening as always and make sure to follow my podcast Instagram, my personal Instagram. I will have all of my social medias in the description box and I'm so excited to get to chat with you guys next Wednesday. I'm already looking forward to it, but thank you for listening. Bye.